Hey there, welcome to the Ketchup Corner, the podcast where we sit down once a week to discuss the latest pop culture and entertainment media topics. I'm your host, Cameron Tyner. Let's catch up. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ketchup Corner. I hope you're having a great week and I hope you're excited to get all caught up on your favorite entertainment news and media topics. Um, I feel like there's been some big hitters this week in um, pop culture news. Um, definitely some big stories to talk about. But other than that, like I feel like there's really not much going on. Um, and I'm also so, 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 so busy this week. Um, and especially today. So I'm just like having to squeeze in recording the podcast today. So if this week's episode is a little bit shorter, it's because we don't have too many stories to talk about. And I do have about a million other things to do after recording this um, and before recording this. Um, I am just, you know... Got a few things going on. I'm going to Atlanta tomorrow, so mostly just, like, getting prepared for that. I need to do some laundry to have some clothes to wear in Atlanta, and I have to pack the clothes once I get them clean. Um, And then, of course, I'm working on my thesis still, so I've got to take some time, and I told myself I would take some time every weekday at least to... um, I just work on my thesis at least a little bit because I have to get the first two chapters published, which could be about 20 pages um, before, not published, but done before um, classes start this semester. So I've got a couple of weeks left and I told myself, you know, just put in a little bit of work towards that every weekday and it will be so much less daunting once I eventually you know, get to the end, to the crunch days, and, like, I don't have to write, like, 15 pages in one day, hopefully, um, so, yeah, gotta, gotta do that, gotta get my laundry and packing sorted, gotta obviously record the podcast and edit it to get it uploaded, maybe make a couple of graphics, um, to post on Instagram if you are not following the podcast on Instagram, it's at Ketchup Corner Pod. Please follow it and, you know, like the post, share them, um, because I want as many people that want to hear the podcast to be able to hear about it and listen to it. So do that and then um, I'll be so grateful, as well as if you listen on Spotify, like, please rate the podcast. I'd love it if you give it five stars. Um, And then um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can rate it as well on um the podcast app or leave a review which would be awesome um but yeah it's just a little housekeeping things to talk about um other than that I'm just you know excitedly getting prepared for the semester yesterday I got a few clothes um to prepare for student teaching some things that will look cute and be super like versatile like I can wear a lot and pair with a bunch of different things 
Um, so I'm excited about that. And then I think I found a little bag that I want to take with me. Um, so I'm going to order that um, to be just like my teacher bag, I guess. And then I need to get some more school supplies and maybe a few more pieces of clothing. And then I'm going to be all ready for student teaching. And I'm getting excited, getting nervous. Um, and I feel like there's like a couple big hurdles to get through before I get to student teaching. So like, honestly, by the time I get there, I'll be like a little relieved, you know, like I'll have a bunch of my thesis done. I'll be moved back into my apartment. I'll have, you know, everything just kind of squared away so that I can focus on, um, what is going to be coming at me for the rest of the semester. Um, and of course, if I didn't talk about this before, I went alum for my sorority in the spring so um everyone's kind of starting to move back for like sorority recruitment and stuff and I'm not a part of that and I'm literally feeling the FOMO already like it's crazy just because I love recruitment like as a Gamma Chi it was so much fun um and so everyone's kind of getting back in town a lot of my friends are already back and I've met up with them and hung out um and then a lot of my friends are coming soon. And so I'm just really, really excited um, to get back in the swing of things and see what this semester has in store for me. So, yeah, that's pretty much everything with me. Um, I hope you guys are well and I hope you guys are excited and prepared for the semester that is coming upon you or just the season of a life that's coming up. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm ready to talk about some pop culture. First things first, we have an update on our story with Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater. Um, so his estranged wife actually spoke out about the whole situation. Um, and she said, you know, she's like, we talked about it. She was very distraught, taken aback, surprised by this. Um, and she says that she feels like her family was, quote, collateral damage during this situation. Um, and she also said that she believes Ariana Grande is not a girl's girl for what she did um, to her family. Which I also feel like is, like, such a... I don't know, I feel like it's like, um... Gosh, what's the word? It's like buzzer words or something, like people like saying someone's not a girl's girl right now like everyone's like oh you know because like that's what people have been saying like oh I'm such a girl's girl or she's a girl's girl you know and to be like someone's not that's kind of it's kind of intense um but honestly since that has come out I haven't seen much about that story and I also think it's weird that like Ariana Grande's team is not speaking out like guys come on y'all gotta y'all gotta put in some work here (laughs) um but that's just a little update and I don't I don't know what I think about it I think yes she has a right to like speak out about the situation but like just like blaming Ariana and like putting all the hate on her like when obviously like she's in a relationship with her husband like um he definitely played a role in that too I feel like just coming out and putting all the hate on her is like just like contributing to like the 
bigger like drama situation at hand like when you could have just kept it private you know and this would have like died out even quicker which I already feel like the story is dying out so if nobody says anything um else about it I don't think that we'll hear any more about the story until um there's news of them breaking up or being spotted together or whatever um but yeah the next thing I wanted to talk about is just a little piece of news um is that Michelle Yeoh has gotten married reportedly um after 19 years of engagement which is so exciting I love I love a marriage (laughs) I think it's really exciting and really sweet but I also thought it was crazy that she was engaged for 19 years like that's wild obviously I don't know the story behind her being engaged for 19 years but like I just feel like that is a wildly long time to be engaged like at that point we're either married or we're we're dating or we're not you know (laughs) like that's weird but um who knows she could have just been like wearing a ring and like feeling like she was married to this person this whole time and then like you know now they're officially married which is like weird like if you felt like you were married the whole time like what's the point of like actually doing it after 19 years I don't really know but regardless I think it's really sweet and I'm really happy for her um so shout out Michelle Yeoh and her husband um I love that for them <laughs> so honestly those are like all of the small stories that I have for this week I like I said there's like really nothing going on in pop culture land other than like these two big stories one of them which has like started to develop even more today um so actually both of them have started to develop even more today so it's literally crazy but I'm sure if you've been keeping up you're anticipating me saying that these stories are about of course Lizzo and Taylor Swift I think we're gonna start with Lizzo because it is such a strong like allegation against her that I feel like it's it's strong it's serious and the Taylor Swift stuff is a little more lighthearted. so we're gonna end with that so let's go ahead and dive in to what I'm calling the Lizzo scandal um so first of all um, the story comes from a lawsuit that has been filed by three of Lizzo's former dancers. So here's a quick little quote that kind of summarizes the story. Um, three of Lizzo's former dancers have accused the singer of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment, according to a lawsuit filed Tuesday. They also allege that she pressured one of them to touch a new performer at an Amsterdam club and subjected, sorry, that was (laughs) difficult pronunciation, subjected the group to an excruciating audition after leveling false accusations that they were drinking on the job. So, that's basically um, the first part of the story is that Lizzo is being sued by three of her former dancers. Um, They're not only suing Lizzo, but they're also suing her, like, entire, like, corporation, um, 
which like exists to like create um, a tour for her and they're also suing the dance captain who is named Shirlene Quigley um and for all of those things um there's apparently nine accusations in the lawsuit it's really long um and it has a lot of intense details um and I won't go into too much detail because um some of it is extremely strange but essentially the dancers are complaining of being put in uncomfortable situations with new performers and like having to kind of participate in like some sexual acts that they weren't comfortable with and so they're suing for that um and also like you know just their explanation of that is that like they felt as though like if they didn't go to those situations they wouldn't have the the job security that they got by going um it's just kind of like it's it was explained of like an unspoken rule that like you went to these things because you would have job security and Lizzo would give you better treatment if you went um and then of course um all of this stuff took place on the European leg of Lizzo's tour and when they got back to the United States um Lizzo was reportedly unhappy with her dancers performance and then accused them of drinking on the job which they say is false um and so all of the dancers were forced to re-audition um and basically the limitations of this were you're all going to re-audition if you are not if your audition is not sufficient you will be let go um and this apparently turned into a 12-hour audition where dancers felt uncomfortable or like they couldn't leave the stage to the point where one of the um, dancers in the lawsuit even um, apparently peed on herself because she felt she couldn't leave the stage to go to the bathroom um, or she would be fired. Um, and then in this situation, two of the dancers did end up getting fired and like they didn't survive the audition um and then the other dancer in the lawsuit you know went to defend them to Lizzo and it kind of turned into an altercation that the dancer said she thought would eventually become violent if um the another dancer didn't step in and kind of like de-escalate the situation so that's kind of the accusations that are like involving Lizzo and then also there's some like accusations about them being shamed like if they like one of them said they gained weight and they felt like they were being treated differently because of it which is like one of the most like shocking things that people are kind of like pushing back against with these allegations because Lizzo is so like focused on body positivity and you know like she knows what it feels like to be like fat shamed or body shamed and you know people think that Lizzo would never do that so to hear that is kind of like a shocking um allegation and then also there are accusations that um, Lizzo's dance captain made uh, made them feel uncomfortable because of religious reasons, um, like, like a little bit of religious discrimination, but then in another vein also made them feel uncomfortable by the sexually explicit topics she talked about. Um, so yeah, that is a really long way to put it, but also a really short way to put it. Um, but that's like the best way I can kind of explain it. 
to you guys um and as for my thoughts on the situation i think these are really serious and really descriptive accusations for them to be untrue which is why like i am led to believe the accusers just because i think it's extreme lengths for all of them to go to and then that not be true you know like first they're making these accusations against her and then also like going as far as to like create a lawsuit against her and other people and I just think that's a long way to go for it not to be true and then also like like I said like it's they're extremely detailed if you read some of the the finer print of the lawsuit you'll see that there are extremely detailed situations and I think it would be strange to have three people fabricate those stories and say like okay we're gonna come up with this fake thing and we're all gonna agree on that this is the truth and I think that would be extremely difficult to maintain if it were not true um and then another thing is like kind of that I think about it is that there haven't really been people coming out in support of Lizzo and being like you know Lizzo is such a good friend to me in the industry like I 100% stand by her and believe that these accusations are false or there haven't been other people on her tour who have said I I find all of this to be ridiculous like I was there and this didn't happen um but what there has been are other people coming out in agreement with the three dancers that are accusing Lizzo and her team of this and they said um you know, that they just felt like this was the experience that they had and it, it rang true to them. Um, there's two, like, kind of Instagram stories. One person said, for clarification, I am not a part of the lawsuit, but this was very much my experience in my time there. Big shout out to the dancers who had the courage to bring this to light. Um, and then another person uh, reposted that and said as well, echoing what that person said I haven't been a part of that world for around three years for a reason I very much applaud the dancers courage to bring this to light and I grieve parts of my own experience I'd appreciate space to understand my feelings um and that was from uh one of her former dancers as well as a creator as her creative director so that is a pretty heavy allegation um And I was wondering, because it's a lawsuit, if we would actually hear Lizzo's side of the story. And we have. Lizzo posted a notes app for slide post on Instagram where she said, and I'm going to read it out, so (laughs) it's going to take a minute. She said, these last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. These sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. 
As an artist, I have always been very passionate about what I do. I take my music and my performances seriously because at the end of the day, I only want to put out the best art that represents me and my fans. With passion comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have to make hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. I am not here to be looked at as a victim, but I also know that I am not the villain that people in the media have portrayed me to be these last few days. I'm very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I am not. There is nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. I'm hurt, but I would not let the good work I've done in the world be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everyone who has reached out in support to lift me up during this difficult time. So, that's Lizzo's statement, um, and I'm sure more will be said in court. I think it's an interesting statement, um, because it's 100% denial, and also, like, blame-shifting, kind of being like, these are my values, and these dancers don't uphold them, and that's the extent of the problem, um, and these situations are wild and untrue. I think that's a really interesting stance to have on the situation. Um, And I know like a lot can't be said because of course this is a legal matter, but I feel like there could have been a better statement put out there. Um, And, you know, like, of course, she said, like, I don't want anyone to feel like like they're not valued or not part of the team. But I also feel like there could have been something about, you know, like, if she's really, really denying, like, that this is completely untrue. Like, you know, I've gone to great lengths to make sure everyone feels supported and valued and appreciated on my tours. Like, I have never heard any complaints. I will strive to make it better in the future and all of that. I feel like that could have been included. Um, But I think, I mean, it's a pretty good statement, you know, like sharing your values and being like, this is what I strive for as a singer, as a performer. Um, But I don't love the blame shifting. um, Because at first she's like, it's not it's not my intention to make people uncomfortable. And then it kind of goes into like, you know, I take these things serious. I take my performing and my art seriously. And like, if people don't, they kind of don't work with me, you know? And so I just feel like it's kind of a weird statement overall. And so I think it'll be interesting to see how this statement like holds up in court and how it just kind of develops. I think that's going to be interesting to see, you know, like if it holds up and if they end up standing by what was said in her statement and, you know, if the truth comes out because, um, it's hard to analyze a situation when from one side, there are all these very specific allegations and then on the other side the person is saying 
none of that is true. And it's hard to decide, like, what you think is the truth and what to believe and all of that good stuff. Um, so I will be, I will be interested to follow this story. Um, and I hope that it comes with peace for everyone who deserves it, whoever that may be. Um, and so, yeah, that's the Lizzo story, which is insane and so unexpected. Um, but to finish with some lighter news, um, Taylor Swift has announced another U.S. leg of her Eras tour. So, if you're not still following Taylor Swift on the Eras tour, she is wrapping up, um, her U.S. leg this week in Los Angeles before going on the European leg of her tour. And this morning, she announced that she is going to be doing more shows in the U.S., um, and... I, of course, am excited about this because I love Taylor Swift and I will see her a million times. Um, but I'm especially excited because one of the stops on her next leg will be in New Orleans, which is so exciting because I'm so close to New Orleans. I have friends that literally live there, so it would be so accessible to go to and so fun and exciting and so many people I know and love would be going, like, it would be so much fun, um, but there are definitely not as many dates on this tour, um, so I'll be interested to see what it's like to get tickets for this, because I feel like everyone is going to be gunning for New Orleans tickets, but of course, like, all my best friends, myself, my mom, my cousin, like, all of us are signing up for pre-sale, so we will see how it goes. We're going back into the Taylor Swift ticket bloodbath, um, and it's exciting, and it is so scary, but it's awesome, and I can't wait. Hopefully, I'll be seeing Taylor Swift again in October 2024. <laughs> um, it's kind of crazy that she will still be on tour at that time wild but if so I can't wait I think it would be so much fun um but yeah that's kind of the things that everyone is talking about today Taylor Swift Lizzo that's that is the hot gossip of the day I would say of the week honestly um that's pretty much it for this week's episode of the ketchup corner I hope you really enjoyed listening I really enjoyed talking to you guys um and hopefully I have some more updates, some more juicy stories to come next week. But thank you so much for listening. Like I mentioned earlier, I would love it if you rated the podcast or left a review. That would be really awesome and really supportive. But other than that, I look forward to talking to you guys next week. And I hope you have a wonderful week. I can't wait to catch up soon. Talk soon. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow,